One, two, three, four. It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Oh, God, Ollie, you're making the claims that you can get eaten by a python and you still survive after being eaten. It can happen, Tom. We've heard some amazing stories <laughs> no, okay. tonight that uh, people get eaten and then get cut out. I just want to put this to bed, mate. Uh, Chris Smith, he's from thenakedscientist.com. He spoke to oh, zoologist, really zoologist and scientist Georgia Mills. Uh, Georgia, the zoologist, said... Uh, so what happens when you get eaten by a snake is that uh, it will use a lot of saliva to lubricate you and you might actually drown. So that's the first reason why you wouldn't survive. Then when you're in there, you're going to need air. So there's not any air, so you're going to suffocate. So that's the second way well, you're going to Well, there's no die. air in a snake. I don't believe that. But then provided you do have air, then what happens is that the acid and the enzymes will start to digest you. Mm, well, that sounds somewhat convincing. <laughs> I think it's true they also do constrict you and strangle you as well, usually. So, yeah. look, I'm not saying it happens all the time, yeah. but it sounds like from our callers that it can happen. Well, no, it can't happen. It, sound, it sounds like it can happen. You also can't get superpowers from being eaten by a snake. But, Ollie, up next on the break, I was lying in bed. I was in a situation where there was, uh, I was in a bunk room. Okay. <laughs> Okay, we don't need to know your, your full sex life, mate. It's Naughty After Nine. Is up uh, is that next to a naughty story or <laughs> no. just a genuine bed no, no. fellows kind of story? I experienced night terrors firsthand, Ollie. It's up next to Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's you two, Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Ollie, uh, I'm a bit of a hero, actually, because on the summer <laughs> break, we're six weeks back. Uh, we had a little break uh, over the break. I did. <laughs> did you have a break whilst you were on break? Was that a bit of a break for you? To... Uh, I did some volunteering in my time away. Oh. And so I volunteered at a camp. And at this camp, right, Ollie, uh, I was situated in a bunk room. Up the Griffins. I was there too. Yes. Okay. Uh, at, and I, I want to tell you about a story that kept me up at night. Oh, I experienced someone having a night terror firsthand. It was the most, it was the most insane thing that's ever happened. Okay. Me, right. Middle of the night. I'm on the bo- on the bottom bunk, and opposite me on the bottom bunk as well is a guy called Scott. Now Scott is a bigger guy; he's built. Yeah. Like you don't want to come face to face with him in in a situation. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of innuendo in this story. I'm just you no, know, not at all. You're on the bottom, yeah. You're bottom. We're at bottom. Yeah. So I'm asleep, sound asleep, sleep. It's so lovely. All of a sudden, I hear some yelling, and I'm saying yelling at the top of his lungs, yelling. Scott, can you, opposite de- can me, you demonstrate what he did? No, I don't need to because nobody needed to hear that. But oh. opposite me in the bottom bunk, Scott is yelling at the top of his lungs, almost in pain, oh. like scared out of his skull. And he's thrashing and he's about. As well. He's the bottom as well. He's the bottom as well. Yeah, thrashing he's about. thrashing about in the bed, Ollie. Yep. Thrashing about. Absolutely. And I'm going, Scott, Scott, what's going on? Are you all right? He's like, mate, mate. Uh, uh. He's screaming, he's screaming, he's screaming. Yeah. Gets out of the bed. Oh, God. And at this stage... Being on the bottom bunk and seeing someone standing in front of you that's that's Scott's size. He's a big boy. It's quite intense. Yeah. Right. To have that in your face. Yeah. You know. And he's been thrashing about. Yeah. And he's been thrashing about. So Scott's standing up and I'm freaking out because he's in a state and he's like, I need to get out of here, I need to get out of here. Yeah. He ends up <laughs> walking into the door. Oh, <laughs> And waking up, he so he freaks out, walks into the door, oh. and here I'm white. I'm just going. This is the scariest thing that's ever yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And so then I go, Scott, Scott, is everything okay? Everything's good. And he's like, You're on form, mate. And he just <laughs> ju- jumps back to bed. Jumps back to bed. <laughs> Nothing so, to see here. So uh, now I know you've experienced a lot of night walk, like sleepwalking in your time. Oh, I've sleptwalked. I haven't done that. That sounds like a psycho, like flip out. But it's insane to have that happen to you. So I thought one triple three five three. It's nearly What's... bedtime. 
Sorry, what was it? I mean, you just said he thrashed. Night what? terrors, Ollie. Night terrors. Yeah, but did, did he say what was going no, on? No, he had head? no idea. He just he just walked into a wall. Yep. No idea. He didn't wake up and see you and freak out, and that's why he was thrashing out. <laughs> no, about. no, no, no. Well, I was safely on my bottom bunk. Right. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I have slept walked. I haven't. I haven't thrashed about. I've done some wacko stuff. I can't. I don't want to go into you know my own stories of sleepwalking aren't that amazing. I don't want. Really? To tell. I don't want to tell. I'll get your mum on then. What? Yeah, I'll, I'll call your mum. No. But one triple three five three. What have you done in your sleep? It's always insane. We've heard of stories of people biting their phones. Do you remember that guy that bit his phone? Oh, and he cracked the screen. And he cracked the screen. Yeah. He woke up with glass in his mouth. One triple three five three. What have you done in your sleep? And up next, we'll call Ollie's mum just oh. to hear about the crazy things he's done in his sleep. You're Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Naughty After Nine isn't far away. We'll uh, talk about the fallacy of the big phallus uh, in that one. Uh, but Ollie on one triple three five three, we do have questions. I want to know what did you do in your sleep in a shared bunking situation over the break, Ollie? I non, saw a non-sexual, ma- non-sexual, non-sexual. You should be clear about that. I was volunteering at a camp. I'm a good guy. I saw a mate of mine uh, experience a night terror, and it was a terror for myself to hit, to see a grown man scream at the top of his lungs and then run into a door was one of the most terrifying things I've ever seen. Yeah. And Ollie, we know that you uh, experience sleepwalking yeah. walking quite a bit. Avid sleepwalker. Love it. I've got <laughs> your mum on the phone to give well, us a few no, stories no, as well. well. Look, uh, look I, I think it's because I've got an overactive brain. So if, you, <laughs> if you're someone who's very highly tuned, intelligent, your brain can't switch off. Your brain, Tom? Switches off easily. No. Yeah. Oh, no. close your eyes. Oh, no. brain's dead. Annie, what do you think about that? What do you think about Ollie's overactive brain being the yeah, cause? Yeah, I'm not of... sure it's due to his high intelligence. Oh, come on, Mark. I think that's questionable, but um, he's always said that, but he certainly does sleepwalk and sleep talk. Well, Annie, and Ollie's mum, can you give us a couple of stories about when Ollie has done some strange things in his sleep? Well, I went in one night because he was crashing and banging around and it was about midnight and um, I stood at the door and he was like this zombie and he was taking all the posters off his walls and placing them on top of each other and smoothing them down, oh. and going back to the spare bed, getting on it, oh, getting yeah. down another poster, taking it out really carefully so it didn't count. I said, what are you doing, Ollie? And he said, oh, I don't know. I mean, sometimes he mumbles and sometimes yeah. he speaks English, yeah. but they were all very neat. So you just grab him. He's like a zombie. His <laughs> eyes are open. You lay him down and yeah. he just... He, he just Clicks off, he's gone. And he, he definitely would have been naked in that situation, wouldn't he? No, no, no. I think uh, he was only about 12 then. I think he wore well, pyjamas in those days, Tom. Because every time I used to stay around at, uh, at your house, Annie, I used to stay in Ollie's room on the spare yeah. bed on the fold-out couch and he would regularly sleepwalk. Was, was it busy? Yeah. And he wasn't and, wearing pyjamas at that stage, Annie. Oh, well... I'm glad his bedroom was a long way away from me. I think he did a lot more sleepwalking than I was aware of. I don't envy his girlfriend. I think she must, it must be like having a baby in the house. You wonder whether you're going to get through another night's sleep without him walking, talking, standing up. Well, a, a very swearing baby. The worst thing I did with, with my girlfriend, Sarah, was I sat up next to her and she said, said oh, kill her. She said, what are you doing? And I said, I will effing kill you. Yeah. And she said, oh, okay. And then I went back to sleep. And then you just lay down and went back to sleep. Obviously, yeah. not uh, didn't say that in uh, any meaning. It was uh, a sleepwalking. Well, Annie, thank you so much for the stories. Ollie's mum there. Uh, Daniel on one triple three five three. What did you do in your sleep? No, I was my mate actually. So about eleven years of age, and he used to get quite bad ones. And um, one night he decided the same kind of thing. Just start screaming top of his lungs. Oh, woke shit up. Scared me. Yeah. Scared mum, dad. Everyone's woken up and like, what's going on? And the first thing you saw was me when the light came on, hooked me straight in the face. <gasps> he punched um, 
yeah, punched me straight in the face, oh. gave me a massive blood nose, oh. and then started screaming at my mum, and then literally just laid back down, went back to sleep, and woke up in the morning saying, what happened to you? Oh, it's so annoying for you, Daniel, because you've just been punched, but he's gone I've back to sleep. I've just been punched in the face. <laughs> so you, I've got a nose. You can't be too angry. you kind of got to go back to sleep, don't you? <laughs> Paul, I'm on triple three five three. Uh, what happened uh, in, your, in your sleep, mate? Um, I'm a, a really, really active... I walk, I talk, I scream, I... Yeah, great phone call, mate. Well done. <laughs> Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Triple M's Tom and Ollie can be naughty boys with naughty questions. That's why the following content is rated naughty. Buckle up, kids. All ears proceed past this point at their own risk. See, kids, what time is it? She said nine o'clock. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's... Oh. Naughty After Nine. Ollie, I want to bring Naughty After Nine into the educational. Tonight, let's tackle the issue of a big phallus. Now, Ooh. some people say the big phallus, the big the big penis, that's something that you... That's the best thing ever. Oh, my God, I wish I had a big one. Well, the, be- the best men have big penises, that kind of thinking. <laughs> well, sure, exactly right. Yeah. What I want to do is break that down. I was watching a brand new Netflix series called Sex Education over the weekend, and okay. it tackles this very issue. So up next... Is having a big D a, a, a blessing or a curse? Yeah, you with Triple M's good. Tom and Ollie, we have questions. Before too long, Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. It's after nine. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. naughty after nine. Ollie, been watching some Netflix uh, on the couch and loving. Big break for you, big holiday session. <laughs> Lots of TV. Six weeks of television. A brand new Netflix series called Sex Education. Uh, it's a British TV show. Awesome. So funny. Just so great. So it's a comedy? Comedy. Yeah. In this in this series, on episode one, it's about it's about a, a young boy whose mum's a sex therapist, but he kind of takes those skills to his school, he's 16, oh, yeah. and kind of teaches the students around him about sex. Wow. So he's, he's better at sex than everybody else, but yeah. him himself has issues. Really great. Really great premise. In it, though, in the first episode, it deals with the issue or... I shouldn't say issue, but it, it deals with the thing of having a big penis. Take a listen. Oh, God. Would have oh, been so mate, good. Phenomenon. Would have been so the good. The phenomenon oh, of the big schlong. The mythology surrounding the size of your penis doesn't help things. How does being the headmaster's son affect you? Everyone's shit. Everyone's like, there goes Adam Groff. Headmaster's son. He's got big, massive elephant's cock. I've got feelings. It's very interesting, though. Okay. These are, I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of, of penis jokes, by the way, so I want to have a serious discussion yep. around the idea of having... A big D. One triple three five three. This will require a bit of honesty for you, but is having a big D all it's cracked up to be? Is it a blessing or a curse having a big fat? So you want people, men, to call up who have got a, a, a large penis or have yes. been told they do, yeah, and uh, maybe explore whether it hasn't been the best. Exactly right, because. I mean, as men, we all go, wouldn't it be great to have a huge dick? Like, we all, that's that's something that is said throughout society. Not a regular right? thought, um, but, you know, it, hap- it happens. Well, I mean, why is there ads on the side of certain websites saying, grow it by three extra inches? What's, I mean, there has what, to be some type. What sites are these? I haven't seen these. Tom, what are you? You're seeing local mums nearby. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing yeah, yeah, mums who need to fill their time. So a bit of an open discussion here. If you have... A large penis, one triple three five three. We want to discuss what that's like. Is it all that it's cracked up to be, or is there things that we haven't thought of? Give us a call. You're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. After nine o'clock, I like to do this. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. naughty.
After nine. For Naughty After Nine tonight, I want to have a discussion about big penises. Is it all that it's cracked up to be? Having a big D. Uh, the age-old adage, Ollie, is saying that having a big package is something desirable. But is it? Mm. Is it? That's what we want to know. It will take a bit of uh, a bit of trust, but one triple three five three. If you do have a big phallus, a big package, yeah. then give us a call. Or, of course, you can hit us up on Facebook at Tom and Ollie with a Y. If you don't want to have your voice on the radio, Richard. Good evening. How you doing? Now we won't make any jokes about your name, mate. It's not, oh really? There's no point. There's no <laughs> point for it. We've yeah. got the big dick on the line, Richard, yeah, mate. Big dick. Uh, what? So you have a, a large penis? Yeah, I think I'd, I'd say it's fairly large. Okay. And you've been told by others it's large? Oh, I've been told by everyone. Everyone, yeah, wow. And so, Richard, for a lot of men listening, um, mm. some of them might want to have a, have a large penis. Is it all yeah. that it's cracked up to be? Look, it definitely has its advantages. It definitely has its disadvantages. Um, advantages, you get a lot of respect from the boys and the people around you. Um, so you actually... There are, there's, there are disadvantages to it as well. So before before we move on, so you actually do find that a, a lot of men respect you because of the size of your penis? Oh, no, I think they're just jealous. They just love it. I think it's hilarious. It's probably a bit of, a bit of banter really as well. It's not, yeah. it's not actually like a hierarchy. Or no, no, you, you definitely, alpha definitely not. Because of your penis. Yeah. No, not, definitely not the alpha because of it, but they do. They do enjoy looking at it. So Yeah, yeah right. And so, and, a friend of yours. and so the disadvantages? Oh, disadvantages. Well... Like, obviously, you got to carry that around with you all day. So, you have hot, sweaty days. we got 45 degrees out here in Penrith, and that ain't fun to carry around. Ah. Also, you do get those uh, those awkward boners. Like, it's hard. Like, you got to tuck that into the side. Like, it goes halfway around my hip. Like, wow. it does get a bit uncomfortable. So and you couldn't do the whole waist tuck, could you? Because it would be very obvious. No. No, and you can't just tuck it straight up, because then it sits at your belly button. That's not good either. Yeah, it pikes into your shirt. What about uh, with partners? Are you straight? Do you have girlfriend? I, no, I have a girlfriend, yes. And has that been an issue? Uh, no, definitely not. Oh, okay. Definitely not. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, thank, thank yeah. you very much for your honesty, Richard. Uh, Sam on 13353, uh, you have a big penis and you're saying that it, it has been an issue with partners in the past. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, as, uh, as Dick on the previous call said, um, there's definitely some advantages to it to, to start off with, but... Yeah. I've uh, I've found with a, a few obviously a lot of uh, women have different size vaginas so with some it, it's great and you can sort of get in get into the action but I found with quite a few in, there's like sort of needs like a good maybe like five or ten minute like really really slow warm up like like sort of millimeter by millimeter warm up right. to sort of yeah because it, it can sort of be quite painful for them and then yeah and there's been a few times when you know, a, a session's had to stop because it's, it's been too painful. And then, you know, that's obviously sort of a, a bit of a letdown. Mm. Um, and, then, uh, and then there's been quite a few where there's uh, sort of caused them a little bit of an injury, um, you know, from sort of being a little bit too much friction or a little bit too tight. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. are you a long-term partner now? Uh, no, no, not at the moment. Okay. So, and so your one-night stands or, you know, first-time encounters, is there a bit of, oh, wow, that's big, and then it can be like a, oh, annoyingly big, like they're like, oh, this is a bit too much. Yeah, yeah, sort of like, oh, I'll stop, slow down, mm. um, ouch. Yeah, <laughs> that's hard. That's uh, hard to deal with. Yeah, so what would you say to those men that go, oh, I just wish I had a massive one? Um, probably, probably keep wishing, because I would still say that the, the perks outweigh the challenges. Um, 
but you know, I guess if you're if you're sort of fit enough and yeah. um, and you can sort of get your speed up, then you yeah. can probably make up for it a bit. Tom, are you hoping that Sam would say that it's all fine? Don't worry about it. No, it was, it was, it was for you. Oh, oh. <laughs> From the guy who doesn't do small penis jokes. Boom, got you a small dick joke. Nah. <laughs> Oh, good. Hey, be happy with what you got. That's what I say. Ollie up next. Apparently, going to end the show with something from our good yeah, mate Jason. Good mate Jason. He loves you. Calls you a flog every night. Mm, well, he's back with right. a brand new story. That's up next. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Tom, to end the show, often like to touch base on the Facebooks uh, where you can get in touch at any time. Tom mm. and Ollie, um, very active tonight has been Jason. <laughs> oh, can we not give this guy airtime? No, Jason's a big fan of the show, uh, Mr. Varley, and he's messaged us. Don't uh, need to give his last name. He said a few things. He said this show is as boring as last year. <laughs> Piss off, Tom. Yeah, this is why I don't like to give airtime to Jason. Yeah, well, uh, for those that don't know him, he just loves to message in saying that I'm a flog. He did say you flog. But then on Facebook, Amy said, Jason, you piss off. So, you know, there are both sides of the argument There's a tip for tat, is there? Yeah. You know, there are fans of, of you who are going to bat for you. Great. But in a private message, Jason has sent this, and I like to share a story from Jason when All I can. Right, okay. He actually hasn't given the story, but what he's given is an intriguing tidbit, Tom. No, he says this. Never intrigued. It's never worth it. And I want to know your thoughts on how we pursue this and follow this up. He says, I've got a great story. Oh, no. Okay. Shut <laughs> it's it radio friendly. It's- so there you go. But it's really intriguing, he says. It's about a girl I know who went on a date with a guy, and it turned out he had a really weird fetish, Jason says. Yeah. He then says, and this is the best bit. First of all, no one has a weird fetish. That's why they're called fetishes. Very good. Well done. Jason ends with this, though. He says, you could have access to this story no. today for the price of just $9.99. No. Okay. All right. Well, what, what do you think we do then, Ollie? What do you think we do for this? Well, obviously, I'm intrigued about the, the fetish. Yeah. I want to hear the story. So no. I think five bucks from me, five bucks no. from you, and we get Jason's story. It's really not happening. What? You won't pay? I'm not paying. You won't pay any of the $10? No. I'll pay it all. Okay. And you'll hear it tomorrow. You'll hear it tomorrow. <laughs> no, that's not happening. Yeah. That was Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Catch up on the show by downloading the Triple M app. And if you like it, share it with your mates. For more Tom and Ollie, hit the boys up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. At Tom and Ollie. Come on.